The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey, ladies. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio. And, Linda, I have to tell you, for all the women out there that miss that they have didn't have children, for those who are working moms like me that don't go on field trips, I went on a field trip today with my kids' fourth-grade class. I need an Ativan, a sensory deprivation tank, a glass of wine, or I'm not going to make it through the show. Or all three. Three. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not used to children, so you know, I get crazy when there's when there's a kid running around a restaurant. You know, when I'm eating, so I can't even imagine that. They never stopped moving, and they all looked alike because it's summer and it's Southern California. So all the kids have their heads shaved. You know, they have little brush cuts because it's so hot here. And then they put on baseball caps and T-shirts, and I'm like, Luke, Tanner, Mike, Rob, what is your name? <laughs> and then they just look at me. Miss Beck's not from here. Miss Beck doesn't know California history. Miss Beck can't read a map. I'm like, yeah, well, Miss Beck is older than you, and I can just leave at any moment. You have to stay here because you're in school. Were you That's the only helpful. parent? No. <laughs> there was like six other parents, and one of them was a cop, and he was just rolling with it. And the other moms were just talking and walking, and I don't know, Linda, what is wrong with me. I have two children that I raise every day. It stressed me out beyond belief. How many kids were there? Well, there was like two sets of buses, so probably 60 kids. 60? And I was hoping- I know. Oh, my God. It's like you died and went to hell. (laughs) I mean, these are lovable, lovable little kids. But they kept, like, asking me stuff I couldn't answer. They're like, what year was the mission founded? And I'm like, uh. They're like, what was the friar's robe made of? And I'm going, wow. They're going to be like, Miss Sandra was so nice, but she's dumb as a brick. <laughs> How about ice cream? How about a hot dog? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was the only parent that got in trouble because I didn't know this was my first field trip, and I never got my field trip. It might be your last field trip. <laughs> it's going to be my last field trip. But I took the kids to the snack bar because we were there like three hours in 100-degree heat, and everybody's hot and thirsty, so we went to the snack bar. And you know what? If they don't want people eating on a field trip, they shouldn't take them places they have a snack bar. Like Absolutely. <laughs> That's the best part of the trip is the snack 
bar. It was. It was. We had Funyuns. We had Starburst. You know, and, you know, I didn't give the kids, not like I gave them, like, peanuts and, you know, dairy that's going to, you know, make them all sick um, if they have allergies. But I came walking out, and this mother's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she's like, don't you know that there's no snack bar on the field trip? Oh, you so are like, a naughty girl, Sandra Beck. I am. I am. I'm the only one that gets sent home. <laughs> well, but everyone got home. back in one piece, including you. That's right. So, That's it, right. you know, I guess it was a success. Nobody got hurt. It was, but I will tell you, for four years I wanted to go on a field trip with my kids, and it never worked out, and I felt so bad, Linda, you know, and now I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it out of your system. That's right. Okay. You know, yeah, I guess I guess two are okay. As long as there's yours, but when there's when there's 58 others, it's a little bit too much or a lot too much. Oh, I was sick of my own too. Don't get me wrong; I didn't discriminate. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm hot, I'm tired. There's just noise and movement, you know, and it's just I'm not used to that. And I think, right. as, especially as a parent, you know, we kind of have to embrace what we can and can't do. And uh, I'm okay. learning that. Too. Well, you're back and hopefully yeah. sitting in air conditioning and maybe have a glass of wine. So, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my day was near not near as exciting as yours. Oh, please tell me. Oh, nothing. I mean, I I went to the gym and we're just making last minute prep for um, our uh, Fleet Week military makeover tomorrow. So everything is in place. We have our women. We have three women coming up from Virginia to be made over, and we got three from Long Island, and we've got about fifty or sixty people coming to view the you know the uh, reveal. And there's going to be wine, there's going to be hors d'oeuvres, and, um, and, and a networking event for some really savvy people. I'm excited because I have two people that um, from Bloomingdale's uh, that we may be doing our Veterans Day uh, thing there. So I'm, I'm hoping they show up. So it's, it's good. It's all good. It is good. It's so good. I mean, I just love that, you know, as we as we go on the air each week, you know, we talk about, you know, powering up and letting go and just being and, you know, and I just think that um, it's so important that we be real and just let things unfold the way they unfold because you shared something with me this week about unfolding and and how things are going with Shining Service versus last year, if you want to share that. Yeah, well, you know, I've, I've said it on the show before, is that, you know, I, in, in my past history, I have really been a micromanager. I had to have my my fingerprint on everything and make sure everything was okay and all the, the I's were dotted and T's were crossed. And now, uh, for the last year or so, I have just stopped doing that. I've just leaned back. I just kind of watch it. I put things in motion and then and then let other people kind of take care of it. And since I've been doing that, uh, so much more has been accomplished. I, I think that's so important. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't do anything, but it, compared to what I used to do, um, it is just, it's, it's lovely to be able to delegate some authority or just lay back and watch the universe come in and put things and people in place without you having to make yourself crazy trying to do that. 
So absolutely, you know, what I see in you is I see that, that you put everything in motion and then now it's unfolding. And I think, you know, as women, we think we have to control everything. And maybe that's why it caused me, you know, such, such, you know, trauma today because I couldn't control all these little beings running around, but you know, I didn't have to, and you didn't have to, and things are happening at a miraculous pace. Yeah. Well, I, I figured out, um, a, a while ago that the more that control kind of equals fear because mm-hmm. if it, it, you know if you have to be controlling everything it's because you're afraid of what will happen to you if you don't and it's I mean, it's I want really to that was so good fear well i think I think control is, um, you know, is, is an offshoot of fear because we are afraid of what will happen if we aren't controlling uh, the things around us. You know, what will happen to me if, so I better be there making sure it doesn't happen. And that, you can't live your life that way because it makes you very, very, very tired because you can't, you have no control. When you kind of admit to yourself that you have no control and you might as well just lay back and watch it happen it's it's a relief it's like really getting a a 2,000 ton monkey off your back absolutely I'm not talking about not doing anything you're just talking about not trying to control the things that you can't control well, but the, and that's right, and and you know, and 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 not working as hard. I don't have to work as hard at doing that. So so my days are not as running around crazy as they used to be, and that and that and that's fine. You know, I mean, we have no control. I mean, look at Oklahoma City yesterday. I mean, geez, I mean, these people are just having another day, and and all of a sudden, their 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 life has changed forever. I mean, you know. So if it's if it's not the weather, it's these crazy lunatics that are out shooting everybody. So you might as well just you know lay back, take a deep breath, have you know have a dream, and 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 just watch it happen without you being so in, so involved in the process. Oh, and so crazy, you know. It's like it may, it's crazy making, you know. And it's funny, Linda, because I saw this with the other moms today. There were some moms that were like, you know, like their kids had to stand in line, and they had, you know, we had these forms to fill out. And then we had a, a treasure hunt, and we had to write all this stuff down. And you know, everybody was just just trying so hard to to get all this stuff done. And I'm like, I finally took my kids, and I'm I'm sure I'm the hippie mom, but we went and sat in the Bob Hope donated section of the Mission Park, and I made the kids sit on the grass with me, and I said, look around. And they're like, well, what are we supposed to look at? And I said, I don't know. You tell me. And they're like, well, this isn't, this back, this isn't, is this the, you know, the answer to number 28 on the, you know, on the little chart thing they're doing? We didn't look. You know, we ran around like lunatics, and at no point did we sit down in the mission and look, look at the buildings, pray, meditate, just enjoy the scenery. And I think sometimes with all the things we're trying to do, we forget to just, like what you just said, just sit back for a minute and look around and breathe. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know we're missing a lot. You know, and if if they didn't if they didn't see or answer question twenty eight through forty two. I mean, I think that takes took away from their day. They, it was, you know, it was just a lovely day out in a beautiful place. Enjoy it. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we're going to talk about um, some of the things that we can control in our life, which with some respect, which is our finances. We want to be educated and aware. And we have a representative from Savvy Ladies coming with us today. When we come back from the break, we are going to welcome Jill Byrne-DeVee. And she's from Savvy Ladies. And we're going to talk about financial considerations. We're going to talk about being a savvy financial lady. And we're going to really marry that with, you know, what Linda and I were talking about of controlling what we can control, letting go what we can't, going with the flow. But I will tell you, and I know Linda will support me on this, that education allows us to make decisions. So we're going to welcome Jill when we come back from the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist, Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? I'm here with Linda Franklin, and from coast to coast, we've got you covered in Powered Up, and we're going to talk about finances today with Jill from Savvy Ladies. And Jill, I would love for you to introduce Savvy Ladies to our listeners today. Um, so, yes, Savvy Ladies um, is a nonprofit organization and started back in uh, February 2003. Um, so, since it's been in existence for the last 10 years, Savvy Ladies has helped over 10,000 
thousand women on their way towards financial freedom, and they offer web uh, webinars workshops, hotlines, and it's really about empowering women to get the financial education that they need, and it's all for free. So it's a really, really wonderful, powerful organization, um, and I'm really excited to uh, to talk about it. That is so terrific. How many, mm-hmm. how many people have gone through your seminars? Um, I see on the website you have a lot of success stories, but, you know, yeah. sometimes it, trying to get women to pay attention to that is like pulling teeth. It can be. It can be. It's funny because, you know, there'll be, um, you know, there'll be certain seminars, you know, that, you know, the room is completely filled and it's just standing room only. And so we know that there is a thirst for it. We know that there's a need for it. And, um, and then, you know, and then there are other times where, you know, it's kind of like pulling teeth, but, but with the right information and with the, you know, um, uh, some women really are drawn to learning more. Yeah. Yeah, is there a, a what is the age range? When when do you see the women are starting to, to really pay attention? Is it earlier uh, than it used to be? I, I think it's it's really interesting because you know you'll go to you know the seminars and and it really is um, it's a really broad range. You know you'll see women as early as you know right out of college. Um, paying attention to their finances, and then you know the age range will go all the way up to sixty. So it's you know it really is um, it is a broad range, and I've seen you know women that um, they wait if there's some sort of change in their circumstances, maybe there's a divorce or there's some sort of medical issue or something that kind of wakes them up to their finances. They'll you know start to pay attention, but it doesn't even have to be that serious. There are women that you know they just want to be more informed, um, and they are starting younger. Um, to learn more about their finances, yeah. I mean, do you start from, like, ground zero, um, you know, like getting out of credit card debt and having having to make a budget and mm. things like that? Because, Or, mm. or, or it, do you, you start at that basic level? Well, what's great about, what's great about the services that, that um, Savvy Ladies offers is that it really does run the gamut. So, like, all the different um, – there's all different types of speakers that come in, and there are some that strictly, you know, talk about how to create a budget and how to stick to that. There are other people that come in, and, um, you know, they, uh, they're focused more on, you know, how to survive financially through a divorce. Um, we talk a lot about, you know, there's a lot of seminars on money behaviors and money fears and kind of the emotional component around money as well. And then every month there is a free financial hotline where women can call in and get their private um, questions answered by a professional. So it um, it really kind of runs the gamut um, from everything from the emotional aspect to specific topics to, you know, the basic level, just here's how you do a budget. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, the editor-in-chief at Daily Worth came in, and she talked about money fears, you know, and that room was filled. There was just so many women that were really trying to understand where their money fears come from and what they can actually do to kind of shift that. So, yeah, it really just runs the uh, runs the gamut. And where were some of the fears coming from? Did, were they rooted in childhood? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's definitely, you know, they're modeling behaviors that they've seen, um, you know, their parents growing up or their primary caregivers. Um, but, yeah, a lot of it comes from childhood. And a lot of it is just the realities of, you know, changing circumstances in your life. You know, some women have, you know, some uh, if something 
um, catastrophic happens or some there's a change in their circumstances that really um, really wakes them up to okay now I really got to pay attention to my finances where maybe before they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. So, so then you they're find that go go um, ahead, Sandra. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Curious. I was like interested about the family dynamic like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I grew up with, you know, parents who lived through like World War Two and, you know, the grandparents with the Great Depression, so they were big mm-hmm. savers in the house. Everything was safe, yeah. safe, safe. And, you know, in this market where there's nothing to save, you know, I haven't been able to put money in savings since I got divorced. And, mm-hmm. you know, that whole mentality of save, 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 and I'm not doing it causes a lot of anxiety. Do you see that that's happening with people with the change in the economy? Yeah. I mean, people, you know, they, not only do they, um, you know, they want they want to save, but, you know, a lot of people are also in debt. And so they're trying to figure out, well, do I put money towards my credit cards or should I be saving or is it both? And if it's both, you know, looking at my finances, I'm not sure if I even have enough. And so, you know, I think that people, you know, they uh, you know that women, they want to get there. They want to find a way to save consistently and come up with systems where they can put money aside. Um, but sometimes they struggle, you know, is it, do I pay down my debt? Do I save? Do I put it in investments, retirement? And, you know, and that's where it gets kind of, uh, it gets kind of confusing. And so I think that's why women come for these seminars because they they want qu- their questions answered, which is, you know, I have this much coming in. What do I do with it all? You know, and where do they go from there? I mean, do you recommend uh, advisors for them to go and talk about their personal finances uh, with? Yeah, I've every when they do the um, when they do the hotlines, those are those are run by pro, um, professional planners or professional financial advisors, and so um, you know they are invited to come to the seminars. But then there's also smaller workshops, and then they can also reach out to any of the financial professionals that are you know also giving advice. So um, once they come in to get the information, they can also. Um, you know, they can follow up with the professionals or they can do, you know, smaller workshops through Savvy Ladies. Oh, so that it's, it, it doesn't have to be a one-time shot that you're going to a seminar. Um, mm-hmm. there, there are workshops where it's sort of continuing education. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely one of the great things about um, Savvy Ladies is the support. And, you know, you know, from what I see, money, you know, women really struggle with money avoidance. And to the best of our ability, we try to create community because that's what creates a conversation. That's what makes women feel safe. In fact, if you look at a lot of the testimonials on the website, it's, you know, the recurring theme is that women are saying, I feel like I have a safe space that I can talk about money. And so that's what Savvy Ladies is great at is bringing, you know, bringing um, groups together and making it feel like you can ask those kinds of questions and not feel silly and, you know, and and not be alone. You know, that's the other thing, too, with money. It's so taboo with women to speak about it or they feel like they can't talk about it. But when you open up and share and you see there are other women going through similar experiences, you don't feel like you're alone anymore, and that really empowers you to take action. So. It's great. Yeah, it's really amazing how, you know, you're emba- a lot of women are really embarrassed because either, yes. they, you know, they really don't have any money at all or they're deep in debt and, and it's almost like an addiction and they don't know how to stop. So, you know, it is embarrassing. It, it isn't, you know, it, mm-hmm. not being able to stop spending is an, is an addiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's um it's definitely something that, you know, you see women struggle with and there there's not a lot of – there's not a lot of resources 
for women in that in that respect because they you know maybe there's books or you know maybe they can get some information online or whatever but it's really about the support they need the support so they don't feel so yeah. alone and embarrassed and ashamed and that's really what moves you forward no i think i think the organization is fabulous i mean so how does the woman get started just going to the website savvyladies.org Yep, you can start on the website, and then you um, uh, you can also attend. Uh, I, I, I would actually recommend getting on the newsletter because that's how you stay informed. Because there's also a blog, um, you know, so there's um, always new articles, really informative articles on you know how to get a handle on your finances on specific topics of interest. So get on the newsletter and stay in touch that way. Then you can learn, um, you know, what new articles are being published, and then that's how you find out about the the hotline, the free hotline, any workshops or any seminars that are coming up. So yeah. the, the newsletter is a great resource. Um, and I know for, you have one that. coming yeah. up in June, right? And it, it, it's sort of like, and, and it, it, this is a story that I hear all the time, and this is what this, it's about making money in, 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 in your own business. And I hear mm-hmm. this so, many, so much because so many women are working so hard. You've got one on the other end of the loan in California there, and mm. they're not making the money that they should make, and they're, they're, they can't understand because they're working so hard. How come I'm not making money? So you have a seminar coming up that, address, yes. that addresses that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's um, with Monica Shaw, correct? Yeah, that's the one yeah. that's coming up about how the do's and don'ts in your business. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it's the same thing, the money avoidance and the money fears, whether it's in your personal finances or your business finances, it's, it's, it's all kind of from the same source. And so what's great about a workshop like that is that, you know, you can, you can kind of address the core issue. You know, why don't I want to look at my business finances and what should I be doing on a daily, monthly, quarterly basis to really, um, to really um, build my business and really, pay, really focus on, you know, the revenue, focus on the numbers. So things like that are really great because it connects not only the, the, the how-to, the step-by-step, but it connects it with, you know, the emotional aspect of it, because money can oh, be really yeah. emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Sandra, are you there? <laughs> I am. I was just sitting here thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, that's me, that's me. How do I get on a plane to New York? And, you know, <laughs> get on the newsletter. Get on the newsletter. <laughs> get on the newsletter. Well, and it's like, Do the you know, webinars. So but these are webinars. They're great because anyone can, you know, just jump on the anyone? computer and be part yep. of it. And same thing with the hotline, you know, you can just dial in in an afternoon and get your questions answered. No no judgment, no nothing. It's just you get the, the financial knowledge that you need. It's great. It's a, it's a phenomenal organization. Well, and I love that. I think it's so important, you know, for somebody like me who is a single mother with two kids, mm-hmm. I run a technology company, you know, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, I don't have the money to pay advisors, and that's why I'm so thrilled, Jill, that you came yeah. uh on the show with us today from Savvy Ladies, and I look forward to, in the next segment, really talking to you about some of the most common um, Mm. questions that people ask and some of the concerns, because I know if I'm feeling them and I'm experiencing them, and, you know, divorce is at such a high rate, and now that women are able to have so much education, there's that whole pool of us out there Mm -hmm. that really are struggling between raising their children, running their company, and managing their finances on their own. And I'm really, really looking forward to when you come back from the break. What is your website for people listening before we go to commercial break? Uh, For Savvy Ladies or for mine? Yep. Savvy Ladies, Savvy Ladies, ladies, uh, .org. Okay, S-A-V-V-Y-L-A-D-I-E-S dot org. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about money. 
we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. Tune in to the Travel Chick Show with Bonnie Kitohata. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Bonnie will share with you an hour of travel ideas, experiences, adventures, and tips from her guests. Topics range from local day trips to international excursions, from organized professional vacations to spur-of-the-moment getaways. For fun or business, groups or solo, by bus, car, plane, train, boat, bike, hike, or horse, you'll also hear about travel-related subjects like cultures, travel photography, keepsakes, and more. Whether you love to travel yourself or you enjoy seeing the world vicariously through others, join us and enjoy travel stories from around the U.S. and around the world. For more information on The Travel Chick Show, check out Bonnie's website, thetravelchick.com. Then join us for the show, The Travel Chick Show, live Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Bonnie Kitohara, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Hey, ladies. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we have Jill from Savvy Ladies coming. And Savvy Ladies is a nonprofit organization that provides financial advice and information, direction, and guidance, which we all need, especially in this uh, tough market. And, um, when we talked last segment, uh, Jill had mentioned that, you know, one of the common questions that people ask is, do they pay down their debt or do they put money in savings in this market? And, and Jill, I would love you to uh, handle that. And then, Linda, I know you have a question as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, one thing, you know, uh, at one of the last seminars, like I mentioned, we had uh, MP Dunleavy come from Daily Worth, and her answer was spot on. She was basically like, you know, you save um, a little bit as you're paying down your debt, and then as you're paying down your debt, you take and starting to approach zero on some of those cards, you take the money that you were paying down on debt and you put it into savings. And then you watch your balances on your credit cards go down as your savings continue to grow. And then from there, you take a little bit of your savings, your longer-term savings, and then invest it. 
because you mentioned the importance of having short-term savings and also long-term savings, which I didn't realize. I thought, you know, just one big pot of money, but it's really more short-term and then long-term and then taking some of that long-term and investing it. Well, it depends on the economy, too. Right now, Mm -hmm. savings accounts are paying zippity-doo-dah as as are CDs and everything else. I mean, so it's it's not really growing your money. It's Mm -hmm. safe money. That, mm-hmm. that I think everybody needs to have, but but it's not growing or looking forward to looking to the future. Exactly. And one other thing that you know, the founder Stacy Francis, one of the things she said that just really, um, it just really stood out for me was, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, um, you know, should I take out a loan or credit cards or paying down debt and all that stuff? She reminded us all about the importance of retirement, and she said, you know, you can get a loan for pretty much anything you want in the short term, but you can't get a loan for your retirement. So always thinking about not only what you should be saving and paying down in debt, but also making sure that you are paying attention to your retirement account. Um, so I thought that was really powerful. Right. How do you get a loan for retirement? Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> and if you work for a large company, there are a lot of companies that will, you know, match match your savings into into the, yeah. you know, four hundred one k. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, th- th- but these are things you need to know mm-hmm. so that you can go back to your employer if you're working for a company and say, hey, do you have this, you know? And if you don't, how come we don't? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and what's great about, you know, the, some of the things that Savvy Ladies has is that that hotline is the, that's where you can ask those personalized questions because it yeah. really does depend on everyone's situation. There is no, like, blanket statement, which is why, you know, mass financial information is so difficult. But when you have a hotline where you can just call in and here's my question and get a financial yes. plan or advisor speak to you free of charge, it can be really powerful. Yeah. No, it's a great idea. Well, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. There's so many questions, you know, like, like, you know, I'm just filled with them over here. Like you say, like, there's no plan, you know, there's no thing for retirement. But then I look at, like, you know, what happened with the airlines with their pension funds and stuff like mm. that. And it's like, you know, do you hand your, your retirement over to a company? And, you know, I have mm. friends whose companies have gone out of business, big companies, and they've worked there for 35 years, and mm. now they have pension and retirement. So, you know, it's kind of got to be a mix in the middle. And, and mm-hmm. when you have these seminars, do people, like, can they ask questions? You know? Yeah, they yeah they do. They'll, you know, there's um, usually um, – there's usually an opportunity at the end where you know people people raise their hand and they get into their specifics and um, and it can be really powerful to be able to open up and some of these women are really brave. I mean, you know, one of the seminars I went to, you know, there have to be like 80 or 90 women in the room and to be able to stand up and ask your personal money question, it can be a powerful experience, you know, because that creates that sense that I'm not alone, I'm not the only one going through this. Other women can you know chime in and then and they get their questions answered. It's really it's really great mm. it's really interesting well, i mean how, why women are you know by why money is such a taboo topic i mean they, they would sooner talk about their sex life than their financial life oh absolutely life. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i've had people say you know i'd rather you know i'd rather <laughs> i would rather strip down naked than show you my finances and it's true because <laughs> it is such a taboo and you know it goes back to that money you know that, that money avoidance we we don't want to talk about it it's sticky it's a sticky subject and because of that there's you know, we um, we're not really reaching out and asking um, for what we need. We don't, we're not asking the right questions, or we're not asking any questions, right. really. Yeah, it's such a taboo. And I I wonder if it, you know, going back to what we were talking about with childhood, you know, like so many of us carry around these stories, these experiences where we were, you know, we felt ashamed or we felt 
um, guilty or, you know, we well, were hurt in some way around money, and then we carry that with us into adulthood. Well, what your parents told you, your money's dirty or, or you know, yes. money is the root of all evil and la, yes. la, la, you know, look yes. at those people over there. They're rich and they're they're miserable sons of guns. You never, you know, yeah. and, and you, as a kid, that kind of gets stuck in your in your brain, and as you grow, you, 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 you grow up thinking, oh, money's not a good thing. But mm-hmm. believe me, money is a very good thing. It, it, you know, uh, it, it certainly eases a lot of of, of, of p- worries and problems and tension in your life if, you, if your finances are in shape. It's so true. You know, one of the things that, you know, we always talk about at Savvy Ladies are, is that, um, you know, there was, like a, there, was a, there was a life insurance study that came out, and they said, you know, 90% of women feel um, somewhat or not at all financially secure, and they're w- w- carrying around this fear that they're going to retire homeless or they're going to be a bad yeah. lady, and that's, yeah. that's no way to live. So money can be a really positive thing. It's just for the sense of peace and security and knowing that you're going to be taken care of in your, in your older years. So, yeah, we carry around all kinds of stuff, it's just all kinds of stories and shame around it, and, the, and those stories perpetuate because we can't talk about it openly or we yeah. feel like we can't talk about it openly. But the second you get a few women in the room talking about money, it's a really – it can be a healing experience, I would say. Yeah. Oh, then the well, floodgates you know open. Mm-hmm. One thing yeah. had told me, you know, when I first got divorced, my kids were three months old and two and a half years old, and I didn't know how I was going to start my company, and I had my kids in my office and, you know, trying to do everything, and she said to me, Stan, it'll get exponentially easier when your kids are in elementary school than when they're in junior high, you know, for you to, to make an income, and if she hadn't given me that window, because I couldn't, mm. I couldn't sleep at night, I'm like, I owe, you know, X amount on my credit mm. card debt, I have to pull the settlement, you know, out to the, you know, the ex-husband, then I have my divorce bills, you know, piled mm-hmm. up, you know, and I owe the lawyer this amount of money, you know, and that mm-hmm. crushing debt really makes it hard to focus. It makes yeah. it hard to have that creativity to build a company or earn your income, and it's just, it's that whole cycle. Yeah, I'm really, I, I like that you said creativity, because it's true, it kind of crushes your spirit in that way, and you can't create anything new, and that's where you get trapped in that cycle, you know, some some women, they, you know, they're, um, they're in debt, and they can't talk about it, they don't know what to do next, and, and, and the, it, it deprives them of their very ability, you know, I think as women, we're creative beings, you know, we, that's what we do, and so to have that debt on top of crushing you, you're not able to, you're not able to create anything new. You can't get yourself out of that situation unless there's some sort of support, there's yeah. some place that you can reach out to. Yeah. Well, well yeah, because it's humiliating, you know. And to, it is. To, you're a grown woman, you've got two kids. I got an MBA, and I'm mm-hmm. mortgaged up to my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's more than humiliating. It's it's fear. And we were talking about in that first segment how it, yeah. when you're when you're controlled by fear, nothing good happens. No, nothing moves, and you feel stuck, and you feel yeah. trapped, and you can't yeah. get, you can't see yourself out. And you know there could be other opportunities that are right in front of you, but because of this crushing debt, you can't see it. You know, it's right. Um, sometimes it's like right in front of your face, but because of this shame and this fear, you can't create. Yeah. Well, and our self-worth is tied in that, too. I will tell you, absolutely, last year, I think, Linda, you got an email from me when I finally got my credit card down to zero. Yeah. You know, and. Like at sixty five thousand, I think was the high of what I owed, you know, to everybody and their sister outside of my home. And mm-hmm. it took me five years of skimping mm-hmm. and saving. And we don't go out to eat, and I don't buy unless I absolutely need it, you know. And when I got that zero credit card, mm-hmm. 
I put it up on my wall. It's still there. I can look at it going, you know, that was five years, but I can tell you I sleep better. I don't mm-hmm. feel as trapped because that's the whole thing is you feel trapped. You're, you're held in shackles. And I think there's something in the Bible, too, that says about, like, don't owe money, you know, because it, it's, it's, you know, it keeps you trapped. And it is mm-hmm. absolutely, I think, credit. I mean, I needed it, and I paid it off, and it, you know, I moved monies to do what I needed to do, but that feeling of being trapped makes it really hard to do anything. It's true. It, it makes it hard to move forward. It makes it hard to create. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally went through a similar situation where I was in, I think, 30000 at the high, and then it came down. I paid it off to zero, and I, I literally did the same thing. I was like, when I paid it off, that went right on the wall. I was like, yes, you know. It's, but I know that feeling of being, you know, being trapped and feeling the, like you're alone. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes women, they just have absolutely no respect for money. Now, yeah, do you remember this, the Sex in the City episode when Carrie when, uh, was going to buy her condo and she didn't have the money for her condo and she went into her closet and she said, I got $60,000 worth of shoes in here, but I don't, I don't have a, a, sec, yeah. a, a cent to buy the apartment. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like crazy. Yeah. And I actually love that episode, and that's a good example of how we're kind of conditioned as women not to really talk about money until it's too late. You know, just rack it up and buy shoes, mm-hmm. buy clothes, and, and like they don't think, it's, you know, they're ever going to have to pay the piper, but, you know, eventually it catches up with you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love that. I mean, you know, here's here's Sandra. You have, you know, you you make a phone call, um, and you you know you have someone to ask a question to, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the webinars are great. The the hotline is great. And if you are ever in New York City, definitely come to the seminars because they're really cool. And I know you have one tonight. I just couldn't be there because we're, yeah. we're you know because of the show and we're doing something you know and I'm doing something with the, this military thing and, and um, we're talking because I think this is a great um, um, thing for 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 the military women in in my community mm. too. I think it's great. And Sandra talks to a lot of um, military mo- uh, moms, you know, their spouses, and I, you know, I just I think everybody needs to know about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I wish I had known about it, you know, six years ago or five years ago that there was actually some place that I could call and get some help because I was trying to figure it out, and I was very much ashamed to ask my girlfriends and my financial yeah. friends. I didn't want to reveal, you know, because I was trying to hold it together so much as it is. So what's the hotline number? Can we give that out? Do I have the hotline number on me? I may not. That might be available on the website. I actually do not have the hotline number on me. If you can all right, well, we're going to get But if you go well, to SavvyLadies.org, all the information that you need is there, and it's definitely on the newsletter. Um, they'll uh, We give out updates um, monthly when the hotline is open. All right, well, when we come back from the break, I am going to have that number for you. We're researching it feverishly. Our yeah. guest today and Jill from Savvy Ladies. It's Savvy Ladies. That's the two Vs, dot org. Look it up. Call it. I'm actually going to call it because I have some questions. Mm. Uh, so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more with Linda and Sandra. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. What's ideal for you? 
Really? What's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? With your host, Janice Christopher. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that. Then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else too, dislike their work. 80%. The mission then is to turn that passion statistic around. To show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living. Or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it. And watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host Janice Christopher. Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you. But it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And for those of you that have missed the first uh, part of the show, I welcome you to go to iTunes to Powered Up Talk Radio. You can pick up this and other episodes that uh, reflect not only money, sex, beauty, love, relationships, health, aging, all sorts of great shows we have. You can also find them on our host station, toginet.com, or you can go to our website, poweredup.talkradio.com, by the same name. Uh, for those of you wondering what Savvy Lady's toll-free number was, you can call their toll-free number at one eight five five S as in Savvy and Ladies, L-A-D-I-E-S, or for those of you that have to write it down like me and can't punch those things in, it's one eight five five seven five two three four three seven. 752 Jill, I want to ask you, uh, what's the best piece of advice that you've gotten while within the Savvy Ladies organization, attending webinars, listening to speakers, looking at the website, looking at the newsletter, what's one of the most important things if I could ask you to have that for our listeners today? That's a great question. I would say the best piece of advice was from, it was definitely from N.P. Levy of Daily Worth, and she said, it's okay not to know. And she made it okay not to know. As long as you get your questions answered, as long as you have a willingness to learn. You know, she told her story about how when she first started writing for personal finance, you know, she didn't really know much, but she learned it and was able to talk about it in a conversational way. And she really, um, she made it very clear that this stuff, um, if, if, it's, if it's complex, ask, but it's okay not to know as long as you're willing to find the answers. 
love right. that. How that do we how do we cool. learn anything? Is, is by asking. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's for sure. And it's funny because money is just one of those things where you know you just assume if you don't know it, you take it on and think, well, I must be bad with money, or you keep it to yourself. No, maybe maybe other people are confused. It's okay not to know. It's just it's a matter of asking. Well, Linda, what was it you asked one time? What does a bond like? Do you know what a bond is? And I was like, uh, uh. well, I think that I mean, I think that you, that is that's that's for the advanced group. This is mm-hmm. for you know, this is for money one hundred one. This is money one hundred one um, of getting yourself out of debt, getting yourself on a budget. Um, I see that you're having the savvy ladies' university that keeps flashing along. So that that's going to be exciting. So that's an ongoing curriculum. Yeah, so um, what's really exciting um, for, you know, coming up at the end of this year or uh, at the later half of this year, um, we're going to do, we're launching an online financial curriculum. So you can, it's basically an online university. You take classes with the curriculum over time, and then after you're done, then you have an opportunity to graduate with a diploma from Savvy Savvy Ladies, which is great, especially if you're not local. You know, you can just continue to, you continue to learn um, at your own pace. And again, no, no, it's all free. It's no, no charge. It's great. It's so exciting. So you get to learn from professionals. Well, yeah, it's wonderful. And it's private. Like yeah. that's what I like with the wine stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm talking about everybody. You know, I'm talking about my finances, my divorce, my kids, mm-hmm. everything on the air. But you know what? Mm-hmm. When you go to help, ask for help, and you kind of have your hat in hand, and it's a very humbling experience. It's nice that you can do it in the privacy of your own home. You know, mm-hmm. online. I think that's really, really important. Absolutely, absolutely, um, because then you know it's, you're you're really focusing that time just on your own education. There's something really powerful about that. Mm-hmm. I remember something uh, many, many, many years ago when Susie Orman first came on the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, with um, and she was ta- talking about something as simple as just take a look at your wallet. Oh, I love that advice. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, and you know, oh, well, is everything okay, just cr- is, is everything just crammed into your wallet mm-hmm. and 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 into your pockets, and so you have like no respect for money. It's just flying all over the place. Or do your are your twenties together? Your tens, mm-hmm. your fives, your one. Is and your change at, all together? Oh yes. yes. And I and I did. I have always done that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, so I mean, I I didn't even think about it, but what? And then I started to notice, like, whether from in the supermarket, people are getting changed, how they just stuff mm-hmm. it in. I don't I don't leave the damn counter until the fives are with the fives. Of course, I'm crazy, but but no, you know, it's true. It's like it's how you do one thing is how you do everything, and yeah. as small as looking at your wallet, you're like, oh, maybe. Maybe there's something to this, you know. How am I treating my finances? How am I treating the physical money? Yeah. You know, and women, you know, that I've been out with, they're pulling money out of jackets. Say, oh, look at this. I found $20 in my jacket. I didn't even know it was there. Or, you know, oh, God, I've lost my wallet. Or, you know, they. Mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you know, this it, This is important. It, this isn't a ha-ha. This is, you know, treat it, treat it with some respect because it deserves it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Isn't that funny, Sandra? I mean, it's it's like really. So I watch. Okay, I just <laughs> got my wallet out. Oh no, she's gonna take a look. I do. I'm like, I have a receipt from TJ Maxx. I have a receipt <laughs> from Panera. This one's from Panera. the grocery store. I have seventy-five, eighty. I have eighty-nine cents in coins. One five-dollar <laughs> bill and a wad of credit cards. 
But is it all organized, though? Well, you know, my gift (laughs) cards are mixed in with my credit cards. Is that okay? Yeah, but when you have a, when you do have money in your wallet, um, is it just shoved in there like a piece of scrap paper, or is it actually, you know, in in some sort of order? Yeah, that you know, that's a hard one for me to answer because I don't really, I never, <laughs> you never have any money in your wallet. <laughs> well, we're going well, to do that. I, <laughs> I know. When I try to run it, and I don't know, maybe this is a bad idea, and I would love to throw it out to the two of you, you financial gurus, you, but. Uh, <laughs> I use my cash card or I use my credit card so at the end of the month I know exactly where my money goes because if I just have a pile of receipts, you know, that I keep, I can't figure it out. Yeah. I think that's smart. I think that's smart just because you're, you have the awareness. It's all in one place, you know. You have some sort of system is what I'm trying to say in place to kind of track it. And you'd be amazed at, you know, how many people don't really have a system for it. They're just kind of flying by the seat of their pants, and then they wonder why it's kind of disorganized. So at least you have a system. So that's, well, I that's do, and I have only one personal credit card and one business credit card. I have one personal cash card and one personal or one business cash card. And if I don't have the money, that's just the way it is. Oh, but fantastic! Yeah, sure. you've got like a you've it's like a separation of church and state going on over there. Yes. <laughs> your business and your personal—they're two separate things. Yeah, you have something else that comes. You'd be surprised how many women come up, and and you know that that's that's. They're running a business, but they're running it out of their personal finances. So you know, just having that the separation is a, is a huge step. Oh, you know, well, I saw Donald Trump one time, and mm-hmm. um, I worked with him, and he taught me two things. One, he taught me he showed up three days before his appointment, and I had heard people tell me that he does this to catch mm-hmm. you unaware and see if you're done. So I was ready for him with that one, and then I was listening <laughs> to him talk on the phone, and I was, of course, completely eavesdropping, but he was talking about, like, he bankrupts companies, not him. And I thought, you know what, mm-hmm. if I'm going to go down as a company owner, you know, and here I am, a single mom, two little kids struggling, and I mm-hmm. thought, you know, mm-hmm. people would think, don't incorporate until you make X amount of dollars. And then I thought, wow, he's establishing lines of credit. He's running all this stuff in a business, and if the business fails, the business fails and not him. And I thought, mm-hmm. I'm not putting me and my kids at risk. So yeah. I thought, corporation even before I had all this money that justifies the corporation because it got a line of credit and it got and it was its own entity. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that's good bad financial thing, but it helped me sleep at night. No, absolutely. I, I, I would say that's good. Yeah. Yeah, you need to set up uh, set up some sort of, you know, like an LLC or something just so if something Bad, you know, something bad happens, and in this world, you never know. I mean, you get an unhappy person that decides to sue you, so they're not going to attack your own, your funds, your personal funds. They'll they'll go after exactly. the business. Yeah, and like I said, you'd be amazed how you know so something like that, something small like that, or actually, that's actually kind of huge. But um, you know, making that making those separations, you know, how how many women don't don't do that um, because they're kind of treating it all the same. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So they're kind of lumping everything together, but, um, but it's really smart. Even if it's not making, you know, profit or making that much to have that separation, um, is great. And, and you look, and Sandra, you look at the end of the month at, at your statements to make sure you're everything, you, 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 you everything is okay, right? You, when when they come, you look at them. I have to because I yeah. live so close to what I make each month. Yeah, and yeah. I'm in California. Mm. So oh, that's good discipline. That's, that's good discipline. That's great. 
Mm-hmm. So you've come a long way, baby. <laughs> well, I will tell you, having that huge credit card debt and owing the attorney, and I felt like I owed everybody all over town, and that's just, you don't realize how crippling, and I'm just going to use it that way, trapped, it, crippling. Mm-hmm. You know, upsetting, you know, stress-inducing. And it's it was impossible for me to take my kids even to get a hamburger and enjoy it mm. because I felt such crushing financial pressure. And I thought, this is no way to live. Exactly. What's, nice about, what's great about your story is that it actually, it, it's kind of counterintuitive, but the fact that it took time, the fact that it took five years to pay it all down, that actually is great because for you in the long run because you – transformed in the process. You really learned how to, you know, kind of manage your money. And some people, they're hoping, you know, I have this debt and they're hoping, okay, well, maybe I'll win the lottery. Maybe I'll win $65,000 and just, like, wipe it out. But you don't, you know, you don't end up changing or transforming or learning in the process. And so for you, it sounds like you're never going back there again because it, no. because you learned, you because you transformed, and that's really powerful. Yeah, and maybe well, now and you're ready for le- for level two. And if you do yeah. have you know personal questions that can can help you move to the next level, then you know savvy ladies can help yeah. you with the hotline and 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 yeah. maybe oh, one I of their will. webinars. Oh yeah, I will. And now the online Definitely. university. I did. I looked. I tried to sign up, but it's coming soon. I was already one step ahead. Of I know. It's I almost there. It's almost there. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to say to anybody listening out there who goes through a financial situation that runs up your debt, whether you do it yourself or, like, for me, it was a divorce that just shot everything through mm-hmm. the roof, um, to know that you can get through it, you can get yourself out of it, you can stop spending and still have a really great quality of life, and to unload that financial debt will make all the difference in the world. I mm-hmm. want to thank you, Jill, for being on the show today. Very welcome. SavvyLadies.org, 855-S-LADIES is the hotline, 855-752-3437. Linda Franklin, it's always a pleasure to be on the show with you. You got anything to add before we wrap? No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thrilled that there's organizations like this around. Uh, it, it, it's our time to roar, and, and having, mm-hmm. having that independence will, will help us roar louder. And then there's dead air. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Yes. (laughs) I was waiting for that. Okay, guys, we had a great show today. We're going to come back next week. Now, next week we're going to talk about hospice care and the importance of hospice with Rosemary Collins. And I promise you we will make hospice interesting, entertaining, informative, and not sad because that's what Linda and I do. Have a great week. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful